Well, hello again, everyone. This is Dickie Barlow. I'm superintendent of Mount Brook Schools, and I have the special treat of introducing you to our teacher of the year at the uh, Mount Brook High School. Actually, I'm not going to introduce him to you. I'm going to let Philip Holly, the principal of Mount Brook High School, introduce you to the teacher of the year that we are just thrilled with. And so, first of all, hello, guest. I'm not going to say his name or her name <laughs> yet. <laughs> That's right. And uh, well, uh, hello, Philip. How are you doing? <laughs> hey, Dr. Barla. I'm, I'm doing well. Good. It's good to see you. Why don't it's you to do you. your introduction? Yeah. So I'm super excited to be here to uh, to introduce our Teacher of the Year for the high school, which is Mr. Brian Rosensteel. Um, I've had the pleasure of knowing Brian for about 20 years or so. That goes all the way back to when we were both teachers at Shades Valley High School. And even wow. even then, um, he was right down the hall from me. And I recognized it even at that time what a phenomenal teacher um, he was and is. And, you know, it goes beyond just knowing his subject, but it's the way he interacts with students, the way he forms relationships with students, supports them both in and out of the classroom. You know, when I think about everything that the Alabama Teacher of the Year process looks for in a Teacher of the Year um, and what that person represents. I mean, I can't think of anyone that is a better representative of that than than Brian. Um, he's just such an incredible teacher, does so much for our school. Um, I've never seen the man without a smile on his face, and he brightens everybody's day. Um, and, and we're just so blessed to have him at the high school and, and what he does for our kids. And, and it's not just the students that he teaches. It's all of our students, even the ones he, he, huh. he doesn't have in class every day. So yeah. it's my pleasure to introduce Brian Rosensteel as Mount Brook High School's Teacher of the Year. Woo. That's right. right. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you very much. <laughs> Good to be here. Brian, um, that's high praise right there, isn't um, it? It is. I, I don't know that I'm worthy of all that, but um, I'll make sure the check is in the mail. <laughs> I sure appreciate it. Yeah, we, uh, Philip and I go back mm -hmm. a long way, and he was a natural-born leader when we worked in Jefferson <laughs> County together. He was our department head, and um, I am thrilled to be working with you again. Me too. It's a, it's a real honor and joy. Mm -hmm. So, Brian, so how many years have you been teaching? I've been teaching since 1998. 1998. So that's 24 years. 24. Right? Yes, yeah. sir. Do you notice how quickly I added that up? It was um, good math. It was light speed. <laughs> <laughs> um, good, good news is, is that um, if we needed an integral, we'd call on you for that. <laughs> Thank you for being there for us. Um, so, yeah, 24 years. That's a... That's good news for us because I'm hoping that you're going for 30, 35 years. Maybe, maybe 40. All right. There you go. Good. That's good for our system. So kind of take us through your uh, history, not just in teaching, but, you know, just kind of um, how you, where, where you went to college and just what happened after that. And just tell us a little background. So I grew up in Mobile. I was actually learned how to speak in Buffalo, New York. So I had a little bit of adjustment once I moved oh, wow. back down to the south. Yeah. And um, went to grade school and high school in Mobile and ended up graduating from the University of Alabama with a degree in electrical engineering and went to work with an engineering firm in Dallas, Texas that did control systems. And I, they found out I was the single guy, so I got to travel 
to 26 states and see the country and do a lot of fun stuff. And I'm one of six kids, and they were all going to grad school. Huh. And so if I, I made a decision to go back to grad school um, and catch up with them <laughs> and did so and um, ended up going to uh, law school and graduated and came back to Alabama and took the bar and passed it and clerked for a judge locally. Um, one of my first cases was actually in Mountain Brook really? Municipal Court. Um, it was actually a um, teacher at Mountain Brook who had parked next to the fire hydrant and um, got, a, <laughs> got a ticket. And so we got that null frost, but yeah. um, just the same. Um, got to work for a judge here and then went into private practice. And it was there that I met a teacher who was in a contract, but was having some family issues and was moving down the road. And in the course of representing her, learned of the critical shortage of math and science teachers in the education world, which I had no idea about. Yeah. And so um, growing up in Mobile, there was one school system that was public, Mobile mm -hmm. County school system. So I decided that I would just for fun put in an application. And I knew of two school systems. There was Jefferson County and Birmingham City. I didn't know about all the other yeah, right. school systems. And um, put them in on a Monday. And by Thursday, had a, a significant number of job offers and realized that there was truth to the critical shortage of math and science teachers. And turned in my notice at the law firm and worked both jobs for six months, but never looked back. Have been teaching ever since. Absolutely love it. Really? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely love it. That's fantastic. And so where, where have you taught? I have taught. I started out in Jefferson County at Irwin High School, mm -hmm. which is no longer around. And then I went to Jefferson, uh, to Shades Valley. Mm -hmm. And after that, um, the Engineering Academy at Hoover High School recruited me over and was there for a decade. And then uh, the Honorable Mr. Hartley retired in AP Chemistry. Yeah. And um, Mountain Brook came calling and I came and answered <laughs> and ended up here in a one, wonderful place. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. So I, I didn't actually know all that. So that's, that's fun for me to hear. So tell me, so now you're at Mountain Brook and you've been here for how many years? This is my eighth year. Eighth year. Wow. Um, so let's talk about Mountain Brook a little bit. Okay. So um, tell me uh, about the, the school system or the high school and and what it does to help you be the best teacher that you can be? Well, I'll have to say that one of the most impressive things I share with colleagues that are not within the system is the atmosphere of academia. And it permeates from the board members to our mission statement to the parents and the kids are all on board that education is a priority hmm. and it's an important component in life, <clears throat> both in generating opportunity and just being able to survive, being able to think, being able to communicate well. And it, the, our uh, mission statement of having a challenging, effective, and, and engaging um, educational opportunity for every student. That was good. I, I, I wanted to jump in there for you. But <laughs> thank, I you. Was, I, yeah. I, thank you. <laughs> this is my first podcast, by the way, audience. <laughs> is truly a motto that is lived by with all the professionals that I'm surrounded by. Hmm. 
So I know I've been named teacher of the year, but I get to teach with some of the greats that literally make me look good just being in their vicinity. And the kids and their drive and determination and the support we get from admin is absolutely amazing. And it shows itself in our standardized scores and what our kids accomplish as they go forth, both in academics and outside academics and extracurriculars. Mm-hmm. It's, it's remarkable. Yeah. It really is. Speaking of extracurriculars, I, uh, I see you at almost every event I go to at the high school. Mm-hmm. So tell me, tell me about that. What, what's your thinking on, on why you go to so many events? So I can remember being a student, and when I would see a teacher outside the classroom, I thought maybe they had done that with magic. <laughs> and it was, it was not something that I would have ever dreamed of. But when the kids announce that they are performing, and whether it be athletics or fine arts, then to go and support them and call their name and have their name called by somebody other than mom, it is for them a real spirit lifter. Mm-hmm. And you can see that in their performance. And so the next time they see you, they know that they are the student is meaningful to the teacher. Mm-hmm. Just not, not necessarily in classroom performance alone, but as a person. Yeah. And it, besides that, it's a lot of entertainment. Have you been to one of these <laughs> choral shows or the, the girls' basketball game? Remarkable. Yeah. A lot of talent. Yeah. I mean, it's absolutely amazing. I know yeah. one thing. When you're not there, they ask me, hey, where's Mr. Rosensteel? <laughs> and you can but, only, but it's very rare that you're not there. Well, you can only be at one event at a time. That's right. And, right. Yeah. <laughs> but, All right. So let's go back into the classroom, not out of the classroom. And tell me, uh, tell me what you love about teaching the most. I love having the kids experience success at mastering a very difficult curriculum. Mm -hmm. And I get to teach AP chemistry and an engineering class that's an elective. I am still driven to challenge them, even though it's an elective class. And so the AP chemistry curriculum is laid out, but it is a very difficult curriculum. Mm -hmm. But once my kids have the experience of success in something that difficult, they realize there's nothing they can't do. Hmm. And it's one thing to see a light bulb go on when they get the kinetics or the equilibrium. But when they realize that they can do anything, then that is the biggest reward. So they sign up for the advanced classes with Mr. Rogers or Miss Van Beek going forward from my class, but then they tell me about their college major, and they're going to choose one of the most challenging STEM areas that's going to set them up for success and opportunity to go to grad school, med school, law school, and they're starting to dream big, and they can see that their hard work is going to pay off in opportunity for them. Yeah, Mm. that's great. So... All right, in the classroom, too. So do you have a particular subject area? I know chemistry, but within chemistry, is there something that you love to teach more than the other thing? Gosh, probably something they haven't seen before. <laughs> so Miss Aus does a remarkable job at advanced chemistry. So they see a lot before they get to me. They really do. It's, yeah. it's an amazing amount. But the things they haven't seen before, which are the electrochemistry in-depth, the electrolysis, getting to do some labs in that area um, is 
for me, you can really see the light bulb come on and the eyes open wide and um, the excitement. And, and I'm excited about the material, too, because I'm, okay, I'm a power nerd. <laughs> and, I, and I've been that way for a long, long time. But yeah. um, it's when they get excited about something that's that crazy technically technical science, mm-hmm. and then it also fires me up. And we feed off each other in that yeah. way. That's great. That's so good to hear. All right, so um, if you uh, could say anything to your students, not just the students you had this year, but you know, throughout the your twenty four years, what what would you say to them? Well, I'll end every class by asking my students to wear their seatbelt and not to text and drive because it's the law. <laughs> but I also remind them to carry their units with them because, as a scientist, we know that numbers without a unit that's uh, math. Right, and that's the language of science, very important subject. But I would say to them, continue to dream big. Do not forget to hug your loved ones on a regular basis. And don't forget that we have a deal. And that deal was I would do everything in my power to help you become rich and famous and wildly successful. And then they would come back and get their mom a convertible of their choice, mom first, and then if they get should get a yacht, that I get a ride on it. <laughs> and for them not to forget that deal we have. Now, yacht, what does that look like these days? It could be one of those crazy new Jetson drones or something yeah. like that. But um, just to continue to um, be successful in all that they do, and yeah. it doesn't necessarily mean it is large money or that there is um, a, a life-changing um, event that's going to occur, mm-hmm. but um, work hard and it'll pay off. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going to go back a little bit, and you went from the law practice to the classroom. Correct. Some some would say in the social setting that you took a step back because you left the powerful law, you know, industry, and you went into a public school system. What would you say to that? I would say that. If they have never been in a classroom teaching kids that they're missing the point, Mm -hmm. that if you really want to make a difference in this life and you want to give back in any way, that teaching is probably the most rewarding of all the professions. And I started working when I was 11. So some of those menial labor jobs, uh, they built some character. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And I paid some taxes into the system. <laughs> but, the, but, but, but the point is, is that of all that I've done, teaching is, has been by far the most rewarding. Hmm. Well, I, I think that's a good way to, place to stop right there. And so what I'd say to you, Brian, is congratulations and well-deserved on Teacher of the Year for Mount Brick High School 2022-23. Thank you, Dr. Barler. And I I would just add, if if there's time left on our podcast, because I'm loving the podcast thing now now that I'm in it. He's just going to come by when we're not even recording and talking to a mic. (laughs) I would just say that. I know I've been nominated for Teacher of the Year, and it's a true honor because I've worked with so many people that are deserving of this. But I would tell you and anybody else that would listen that I am already a gigantic winner in being able to teach in this system under the guise and tutelage of the leaders that we have with the professional folks I get to work with, with the supportive families 
and podcast directors <laughs> and the kids who really under, who really get it and go for it. Mm-hmm. So I'm a big time winner already. Yeah. And thank you for having me in. Oh, you're welcome. And I think we could all the people sitting at this table and behind the glass over there would say the same. We would agree with you that yep. we're all beneficiaries of uh, working in a great community among great people. Mm-hmm. It's a great place. All right. In the words of uh, William Galloway, he would say, I'd, I'm going to give you the last um, statement. So before I uh, get off the the podcast, I'd just like to thank everybody for uh, tuning in. I think, are you, if if I remember correctly, you're going to be um, honored at the state football championship, aren't you? Flipping the coin or something like that. I am one of the four teacher honorary captains this year. Huge giant honor. Yeah. So, yep. do we know who the four are? They are Brian, Walt Rogers, Wanda Burns, and Julie Cash. Wow. Yeah. That's a that's a star star group i better be be careful what i say yeah. wanda burns will have my head up <laughs> that's right negative. that's right yeah uh, truly among some celebrity teachers yeah. and the players they're all celebrities yeah. in my mind yeah. and the coaches and what's interesting about that group is those were the four teachers that this year were selected by the football team as most valuable teachers or mvts mm. and were recognized uh during the season this year so to have them out there at the final game to uh be our honorary Heart, it's Captains. Heart, heartwarming for me. Yeah. It really is. Looking forward yeah. to it. That's Go great. Spartans. Yeah. All right, last word. You can say anything you want to. Go Spartans, the spring home, the big time gold. I'm there to support. Let me know what I can do for you. And if I can help you in any way as a Spartan, come on by 509. <laughs> <laughs>